Hey guys, it's Aquila Hayes, Pro Hooper and founder of IPF Academy. And you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. This is Amy J, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 196 of Chasing Dreams. Before we get too far, guys, here is a word from our sponsor. This episode of Chasing Dreams is sponsored by our 2019 Fundathon supporters. Fundathon is our fundraising efforts to keep this show on the air till March 2020. To do that, we need to raise $13,000, and we're on our way, but we still need your help. If you'd like to donate, please visit amyj21.com donate. And Dream Chasers, two things I want to remind you of, whether it's for us or another charity or cause you want to support. One, it's not the size of the donation that matters. So if you can't donate a lot, think nothing of it. Know that I appreciate the $12 donations just as much as the other donations, because I know that's your lunch money. That's your money to go see a movie or go out. So regardless of how much money you can give, your donation is important, and I thank you for your generosity. And two, please don't wait for someone else to help out. You can't control the actions of others, only your own. We can't reach the goal without your help. Again, if you'd like to support us, please visit amyj21.com slash donate. And to all those who have donated so far, thank you. Guys, episode 196, we are four away from 200. My mind is blown just thinking about that. It's crazy. Well, for 196, I brought a friend. A athlete, a special person, I brought Aquillen. She is a Harlem, New York native, a University of New Haven women's basketball standout, a two-time defensive player of the year, East Region player of the year, championship MVP, UNH athlete of the year, and finalist for Division II national player of the year. Did you see, did you hear all those accolades? That's amazing. So she's definitely professional. She has played two seasons, amongst others, in El Salvador and led the league in total rebounds and points. She is pursuing professional basketball and is the CEO and founder of the IPF Academy, which stands for Infinite Player Fulfillment. And she's here to share her story. And it's a good one, guys. So check it out. Hey, Quillen, welcome to the show. Hey, hey. (laughs) This is so cool. I have never had a basketball player on the show. So this really? is a first, and I got to thank you for that. Oh wow, I'm 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 etched in in, in stone already. <laughs> <laughs> you are, and so let me ask you: Have you always wanted to be a basketball player, or a sports player, an athlete? Yes, that is. It was literally the only thing I knew. I don't know how it started. I just knew it was me and my friend Tiffany. Mm-hmm. We were the only females in this area who played basketball. Obviously, being the only two, they couldn't start um, a girls' basketball team. So Mm -hmm. we had to join the guys. And the fact that we were keeping up with the guys, I'm like, okay, this is fun. 
we're going to see how long we can do this for. Well, I was going to ask, were you intimidated in joining guys? Oh, no. I, I saw them as just an individual, as a soul walking, just like me. I never mm-hmm. really realized the the gender differences. Like I said, I was able to keep up. As the years went on, obviously it's more structured and you have now you have to play with the, you know, with your your gender or whatever and things like that. But I never really paid attention to that when I was a youth. Well, it sounds like it wasn't even a thing. And I feel like sometimes the outside world makes it more of a thing than Mm -hmm. players and athletes make. Right. Right. I mean, if you're able to keep up with them, then what's the Mm -hmm. big deal? Yes, I I agree. But, um, you know, there's a, there's a certain space for for everybody. So why not just dominate that space? That's true too. It, it, you should, you should, it, it should be inclusive when we're younger and things like that. But if you could, if you could divide it, and see that talent for what it is based off of your gender, why not? Yep. Why not? And you are. Mm-hmm. And so you've been playing basketball for how many years now? What's that? Yes, middle school. So how many years? I graduated college May 2015. So how many years is that? What? I started in middle I school. I mean, what is, what is middle school then? Three, four, is that- seven, four, was that uh, 11 years? Yeah. Something I like think that? so. We just did math together, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So just be proud of that, too. We think it's around 11 some years. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yes. amazing. Has your interest ever waned from that, though? Have you ever thought, I just want to keep this as a passion? I don't. That's it. Um, the only thing that's changed for me is just my perception of hard work. Mm. Because I was... I feel like I've been giving a given a gift. I didn't necessarily have to really do anything right. in the beginning of whether that was especially high school. Like I was just totally dominating. I just relied solely on my athleticism and, and God given abilities. So I never knew like, okay, you have to put in a certain amount of hours to, to, to really take over everything, you know? So I started to, to understand that more mm-hmm. towards the end of my college career. Wow. And so, yeah. so until then though, you were just kind of, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like kind mm-hmm. of getting by. Yeah, literally just so, coasting. Coasting. But when you got mm-hmm. into college, probably towards the end, you're playing basketball and you realize, Hey, if I put in the work, I can get, there is another level to go. Yes. It was, it was, Specifically because I was offended my you sophomore were offended? year. Yes, I was offended my sophomore year. With basketball, a coach has a plan. They understand what and what ways is each player effective. So they knew my my strengths sure. and they knew my weakness. And my weakness, I'm telling you, it, w- it was just like so disrespectful in the basketball world. So I'm like, no way. Y'all are not going to do this to me for the rest of my career. So I spent my, what was that? My Wait, so, summer going in. Uh, was it the, the fact summer, that they figured out your weakness that bothered you? Yes. Ah. Yes. And they exploited it. It was terrible. I had bad game after bad game. Because mm. once once a team understands like, oh, well, that worked. They figured they you out. To, yeah, they were able to keep me under my average. This was probably like, my sophomore year, I was 
probably averaging like 10 points. They were able to keep me under that. And to some that may sound low, but me being a competitor is like, I want to control my sure. efforts. Sure. I don't want, I don't want my, my opponent to be the sole reason why I didn't achieve what I set out to do each night. So it, I spent my, the summer after my sophomore year, I, I moved in to my teammate's house mm-hmm. and just worked out every single day until I got back to school. Self-motivated. Yes. Yes. I was running to the YMCA, running back, just up at 5 a.m. Like literally every morning, there was no way nobody could, could get in between that or tell me, no, you need to take a rest or no, you're wow. too tired. I didn't know what sleep was. You know what that sounds like, right? Right. Two things. One, um, that that's some um, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant level practice. And for mm. those offended, yeah, okay, LeBron James. This is a, <laughs> don't, don't be offended, all right. But this is some caliber athlete player stuff that you're doing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yes, that's amazing. And and people are going to be offended because I didn't say any female basketball players. Um, it's fine. LeBron James is my favorite player. Okay, thank you. My cousin, Don't be offended, so, y'all. Right. <laughs> okay, there are plenty of wonderful <laughs> WNBA players out there. Mm-hmm. We may even see Aquilin on there one day. All right. But yes. I'm just saying. Mm. Don't be offended. Mm. But the point is, that is amazing level caliber work to level up like that. But two, mm-hmm. this is a Disney comeback story. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Where the person has been beaten and beaten and beaten, and they're coming down. They're like, you will not put your foot on my neck. Mm-hmm. I will rise above that. <laughs> right? That's what your story right. sounds like. Because right. then you you, le- you elevated. You went. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're yes. working on yes. it. And can you tell us, and I don't know when this game took place. Mm-hmm. It's on your Instagram. And guys, we'll share the, the links to her Insta and to IPF and all that uh, mm-hmm. on the show notes page. But you have a link in particular to an amazing game you had. Mm-hmm. It was a buzzer game. Oh, can you talk about this? When was this and what happened? That was my senior year. Um, I believe it was a semifinal game. College? Yes, college. So after you started leveling up? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Senior year, semifinal game. We were down, I believe, by 15. Mm. I don't don't know if it was in the, the second half. Or if it was in the first half, but I just kept thinking about all of the work that I put in and, and I don't know, like, it's so weird how it happens. Cause I, it's a direct correlation between working your behind off and being able to tap into supernatural powers. I promise you, because most of my teammates gave up that game. There was literally people walking out of the gym because mm-hmm. they thought the game was over. So we we had to had to been the deficit had to been at least fifteen because once you get a crowd walking out and you still got right they, they think like it's over left. they yeah, think they it's think over it's over yeah so every time I, my coach called a timeout I just reiterated like this game is not over it's not I literally said that every timeout every chance I got I just felt it in my soul so with that the play that she drew up was for somebody else to get the ball. I have not, I haven't shot a three-pointer all year. Okay. So 
the fact that I was able to get the ball back into my hands and just launch the shot. And it just went in. Like, did you see the way I walked off? You did it. Yes. Okay. So let me let let me (sighs) pause right there, guys. One, watch the shot. Right. It's it's a buzzer shot. It's a. I think it was a tie breaking. Yeah. We had to to get that shot in order to go into right. So we went into overtime. So it was a tie making shot. Um, I'm not. I'm gonna let you go and see where she shot it from. But she walks off. Aquila walks off. Like, well. And her, she she gets knocked down by her teammates. It's like, well, poof. Everyone's rejoicing. And she's like, what happened? What had happened was you did it. And I mean, for people who did not believe, for the people in the stadium, for uh, the stadium, for the people in the gym, for the people uh-huh. on the court, for the people that were on the other team, too, because you could see mm-hmm. it there, too. Yeah. What was that feeling like after you realized what happened? What did I feel? It was just, it was just sort of a like relief because it was like, okay, that was one shot. Now we get to compete again. Now we're going to, we're going to see who really worked for this part because you have to have a certain amount of energy in you to have come back from a deficit to win and then win by more than five to 10 points. Right. You, you have to have a certain amount of energy to, to, to get to that point. What I love about it is it, there are a few lessons to take from this, right? One, never give up. Mm-hmm. Like your, your quote in the um, caption talks about that, how you never believed it was over. And it's right. that mentality that I think, you know, when you're chasing your dreams, oftentimes things get hard. Things get tough. Things have you behind the scoreboard of life. Mm -hmm. Right. And you feel like you're the underdog. Well, yeah, we're all the underdog in the game Mm -hmm. of life. It's just it's what it is. But your mentality of never giving up, never quitting, never saying, hey, I'm not going to stop until this is done. Exactly. You can see it in the game. You can see it in the caption you wrote and you won. But I feel like you took that feeling and you took that mentality and you've applied it to life because now you have this. Academy. Let's talk about that a little bit, right? IPF, Infinite Player uh, Fulfillment? Yes. Academy? Yeah. IPF Academy. Why? Why? You know, you're a player. You're working Mm -hmm. hard. You're you're working to the professional league. You're trying to get there, right? Wasn't that enough? Hmm. Why add on? Because that's that's also work. Mm -hmm. That's also work. And then you're creating this Academy, why was this so important for you? I just felt like the the game is changing. The level of competition, the willingness to to understand like you should never give up. I don't care if I'm down 20 by 20 points. I will fight for as long as I can until that time expires. And when I go and watch watch certain games or, you know, just, just seeing highlights of certain women's games and things like that, and I notice the defeat, the lack of momentum, the lack of urgency, it's like, if we want more, mm-hmm. we, must, we must demand more of ourselves. And the only way to demand more of ourselves, we must build a culture. 
The men already got it. They got that competitive nature. They got that competitive edge. Mm -hmm. But because us as women, we're expected to play different roles because solely because of because of our gender. I feel like that the the energy is now pre-calculated into different areas. Right, right. So this so that one focus for the men, they know what they want. They know where they're going. They're going to do everything in their power. But because we have, it's almost as if we have to make different, different options, mm -hmm. make sure we have different options in case it doesn't work. That level of intensity is not there. And that's what I want to change. So it sounds like you're, you're not just only trying to remind people that it is an even playing field, right? Cause you're mm -hmm. focusing on, and we'll talk a little bit guys in a second about what IPF is personal, personal development, sports performance for women. Um, mm -hmm. Talk about what IPF is and what your academy does. Okay, so it, it, it pretty much generated for all sports. I, I ultimately want to change the way the world view women in sports. Mm -hmm. That is my ultimate vision. But because I know basketball, this is why it started. Well, so, it has to start somewhere, right? Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um. So pretty much it's it's three components that I think ties in to creating a more fulfilled athlete. That's through skill development, through strength and conditioning, fitness, and nutrition. A lot of females don't take that part seriously. I've even seen professional women on on the in the WNBA eating chips and, and Skittles pre-game like how is that giving you any any energy it's opposite and then, yeah right so and then seeing it as a player because i because i know the younger girls see it yeah and they think okay maybe if i eat skittles and chips and things i'll be a better athlete that's a good and point that's not it that's a good point that's the impression they get right when they see that right exactly so i just want to instill that 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 three that trifecta you need all three hmm. yeah you might be able to get by if you do this the skill development and the and, and uh the fitness part or if you do just the nutrition and the strength and conditioning part you might be able to get by but if you want that longevity that i'm looking for like i'm looking for hall of fame that's that's my that's my goal etched in, in stone if you're looking for longevity you must tie in all three. You must. So when you're doing this and you're creating it and you're working on it, right? IPF, where, who, where's your focus, right? Is it on the young kids right now or is it on mm -hmm. current players? What are, we what, what are you looking at? My ideal focus is primarily high school females. Ooh, why is that? Because that transition, mm -hmm. especially in New York City, I was totally unprepared for college. That's why I feel like the, the fir my first two years, I was exploited as as a basketball player because I thought I knew what it, what I what I what it had to what it took to excel. But you had girls who were properly prepared. Either they went to prep schools or they had parents who who knew exactly what route to take and things like that. But because being in an inner city, this so many different social strains and things like that. 
that kind of distracts us from exactly what we need to do in order to be prepared for college. So high school is my ideal audience. I love that your focus is on young people, Mm -hmm. right? Because you start them young, you build Mm -hmm. it, you develop it, and it will continue, right? Right. It's like you're planting the seeds. Right. Right? And I think the things that you just pointed out are things that won't be challenged until someone like you works on changing the perspective that there is right now. Right. You're changing the narrative. And and I know it's not easy. That is, so mm-hmm. the impressive part to me isn't that... Um, is, the, impress, the impressive part to me is that you've taken on this challenge mm-hmm. because it's important, but that you're also doing it while you're still working. So you're like walking the walk and talking the talk. Right. Right. You just talked about how there are some players, and it's not just WNBA, NBA even, who will eat junk food. Mm-hmm. People see it and get the wrong impression that, hey, that's how I become a great player. And it's like, mm-hmm. nah, that's not what it is. Right. Right. So, but you're saying, hey, you got to look at all these things. I'm looking at all these things. And so it's like, there's no disconnect between your message and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's not often, right. you, don't, you don't often see that. Right. Right. What has the feedback been for you, to you in doing IPF, in um, working on this? What has, have mm-hmm. people said about your mission? Mm-hmm. I, I've had a little bit of both. I've, I've had people say, you know, it's a good idea. Like, you're just a good person. Because I've also gotten into the coaching world. Because I, I just said I would never do it. And inadvertently, I got into it. <laughs> and the girls that I had an opportunity to coach, it was like they were so amazed of on how I was so invested in each part. Because I was able to tie in, like, okay, these all three of these categories matter. You can't just do one. You can't just do two yeah. and then expect, you know exceptional results so them they kind of really like helped me push forward on the idea because they just stressed that oh man I wish you were just here a year earlier I wish you were around when I was going into high school I Mm -hmm. wish you could be here a year from now and things like that so that that's the part that helps with it but then I've also had opposition I've had people say you know, inner city kids don't want that. They don't, mm. they just don't want it. Wow. So it, it, it doesn't make sense to do it. And then I've also had people say, well, you're trying to get, get to a point in your career. Why, why are you so invested in, in doing that? And so some of it, it kind of like, it, it, I could take it one or two ways. I could, I could either stop, you know, the whole thing and wait until I succeed or I could keep going, use this as a way to to show them exactly mm-hmm. how I got there. Go through the steps. Don't just, I don't want it to just pop out of nowhere like, oh, well, it just, she, yeah. she created that through, through luck. No, I'm showing you everything I'm doing every day. It, it's amazing how easy people are, how quick people are to criticize. Mm-hmm. Right. And and people always have that. But the fact that you're 
still doing it in spite of that is right. a testament to your fortitude because honestly, it's easy to criticize. It's very hard for someone to do it. It's easy to quit. It's hard to right. do the work, right? I mm-hmm. mean, they're saying people don't want it. Inner city kids don't want it. Well, no one asked you. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Are they the inner city kid? No. So, mm-hmm. but you, it's easy to say that again. Right. It's easy to shut things down and to have those kinds of comments and thoughts. And it's easy for people to say, hey, why, why, why you? Well, my mm. question then is, why not you? Right. Right. Why not exactly. you? Exactly. Well, especially when you're in the position or have acknowledged that you have a position that you can do this. Mm-hmm. You can give back because what? <clears throat> if not you, who else? Right. Right. You know, you saw a need. You're fulfilling the need. And it Mm -hmm. sounds like this is something that you're very passionate about and want to work on. And basketball is just step one in a grand scheme. Is that fair to say? Exactly. Do you have any plans to to work on getting uh, other supporters or other athletes to help you in this endeavor? I do have one of my teammates who I play with in um, high school. I actually brought her on as a business partner. Nice. Right now, she's she's in the works of getting her strength and conditioning certificate. So, you know, so we could look more official. It's just that we know that there's a need for it. I, I know there's going to always be somebody who says that it's not. But I, I work um, in two different jobs. I work with kids and I work in a, um, around food service and things like that. Mm-hmm. And in both situations, I have people coming up to me like, yeah, because I need my daughter in this. Mm. I want to I play basketball. Why can't I play basketball? Yeah. Why should they have to wait till high school to be exposed to basketball? That's a great then question. Leads, Why? Right. They then should. that leads to late development and things like that. Granted, that's cool. That's cool, but expose them to it. Early. Well, one, well, why not, right? I I live in an area where there's a freaking, I don't know, it's like seven to 17 soccer fields and mm-hmm. kids who are like four or five playing soccer. And I'm like, well, do they even know what this game <laughs> is? Like, how does that even work? Right. But like, mm-hmm. you know, they either begin to love it or they don't, but they're mm-hmm. being exposed to it. So why right. not bring that exposure Mm-hmm. to the kids where you are right you know and that's it's it's you know don't let the naysayers stop you that's what i want right. to say because it's easy for them to to be naysayers mm-hmm. it's it's very hard for them to be supportive right you know but exactly. if we allowed people to if we allowed the negativity of others to stop us from what we were doing the world would be a much worse place mm-hmm. you know exactly and right. what you're doing you know even there is no even there's no qualifiers to it it's game changing Mm -hmm. it's world changing Mm -hmm. it's life changing and Mm -hmm. you know i'm a big believer that one small action will have a ripple effect on the world and it's great to see what you're doing because that's what it is right you know so right kudos to you for that by the way thank you thank you by the way but in addition to that you have your own dreams you're working on Yes, yes. You just recently traveled to El Salvador. Can you tell us a little bit about that? One, why were you there? And what was that like? Okay, so it was amazing. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> first time out of country? No, that was actually my fourth time. I, fourth. No, that's my fifth time. Yeah, because my as soon as I graduated college, I went to Bolivia. While I was in school, we traveled to Italy twice. And El Salvador, the team out there, they flew me out there twice for two different seasons because, you know, being an exceptional player, you cannot be replaced. So they wanted me. <laughs> so, um, but it was an amazing experience. Just, just being able to, to do what I love, like literally just waking up and that's mm-hmm. all I have to do. All I'm, I'm just spending three hours because that's all they required of me. They wanted wow. me to be at practice. They wanted me to be at the game. Now, mind you, it's your choice whether you want to do the extra. Did you? I've always, I've always decided to do the extra. My teammates were looking at me like, girl, you're doing too much. I'm like, what's too much? What, what's too much? I'm yeah. dominating my, my opponent. That, that will never be too much mm-hmm. for me. I'm always going to be ahead as long as I control my work ethic. Yeah. So you telling me I'm doing too much by going to run a mile before practice. You stay over there then, all right? I'm getting paid to do something. I love it. I don't see it as a job. And it, the, 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 the weather is amazing. The sun is out. So I'm even a thousand more times happy. Right. And so, so, so you do this. You're in El Salvador uh, mm-hmm. and apparently in four other countries. Yeah. What is it about these travels that you do that makes it so memorable outside of the game? Right. Knowing, getting to know the players, really different people, understanding their their culture, Mm -hmm. adapting to their culture. Like you could just you anybody could just go there and be like, oh, I'm just here for this specific reason. Right. But I like to step outside of myself and interact with people. I know that that language barrier is already there. Oh, absolutely. Right. So I but I want to learn more as a person. This game is not only for player development, it's for personal development for me as well. Because I know I'm not, I have not arrived at my best self yet. That's a continuing process. So the more people I know, the more people I understand, the higher my uh, emotional intelligence raises and Mm -hmm. things like that. Like I just always look for an opportunity to be a better person. That is the better, the better player that that part comes. You could do that, so, but right, exactly. But how many times are you going to be in these countries? So I, I'm going to ask you the difficult question because you set it up. I got to ask. I got mm-hmm. to ask. Which was your favorite? I, I had to ask. I mean, you, you went to more. I, yeah, that's right. You better think about that because while you're thinking, guess you're going to go to these countries. Mm-hmm. It, it's not that you didn't have to. You can like all of them, mm-hmm. but there's going to be a favorite, right? So which is it? <sighs> hmm. I mean, it's okay. I, you know, <laughs> the podcast is listened to over 38 countries. Right. One of them may be there, mm-hmm. but I, it might not. Right. Right. Okay. I would, I would have to say El Salvador. Oh yeah. We totally have listeners there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually don't know, but that's awesome. Why? <laughs> it was just, they were so welcoming because here in the, in, in, in United States and America, period. Um, being an inner city kid, my family didn't start supporting me until 
until the end of my college career. And that that part kind of hurt me because it was like, everybody is seeing the type of athlete I am, except right. for y'all, you know? You guys been around me my entire life and you don't know what type of athlete I am. Like, I literally, I'm out here blowing people's minds away. And you have not witnessed that. So to go there and see how invested these people's families are and they welcome me as their own daughter, that was just that was just the most heartwarming experience ever. Like they will forever be in my heart. It don't matter where I go. I don't care. They 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 actually been they've been trying to fly me out there again for another season. But I get I have I've already I've already developed as a person out there. Now it's time for me to develop as a player. Yeah. So I have to get a a, a different opportunity that will challenge my skill set further. You know. Yeah. But that's on another tip. That if that was just that's just the 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 major part that I will always have in my heart. Sure. Those people were so nice to me it's in funny. every way. It's funny how a little bit of kindness can go such mm-hmm. a long way. I want to talk a little bit about what you just mentioned, though, because you said you know how your family supported you, but not till the end, really, mm-hmm. till, till, till you were in late college, probably. Right. And, you know, it reminds me of how, of the saying, I mean, even Jesus went through it, right? Where mm-hmm. he was loved by all, but those in his home. Mm-hmm. Accepted and, and encouraged and shouted and praised by all, except mm-hmm. for those in his own home. And mm-hmm. how often is it that, that people face that? where they're not supported by their immediate family, where they're not supported, whether it is their dream chase, whether it is their sexual orientation, whether it mm-hmm. is something that they are going through, their religion, their um, mentality, right? People face that every day in some way, shape, or form. And I'm not comparing one's traumas to another's trauma or mm-hmm. you know the difficulty they face. What I'm questioning or want to ask you is, how did you get through that when they when you didn't feel the support during the high school during the beginning of college mm-hmm. right you're doing these great things but there's there's no one behind you right well to be honest basketball it started i, I would say and i don't want to renege on anything i've said but i feel like it might have just been an an escape at first mm. just being able to get away from what was happening in my home and mm-hmm. things like that and just get to something, had something to look forward to. Sure. And had, had that attention, you know, because if you, if you think about it, you have the kids who act out in school is because they, they haven't had attention at home. Mm-hmm. So I feel like because I didn't really get the attention at home that I needed it was compensated through basketball because I was just such a great athlete. So I've had, I got that the attention that I wanted, just not for my family. But you were okay so, with that? Maybe I suppressed it. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't think I can answer that right now. Maybe when I have my own kids, then I'll be able to, sure. to understand that yeah. more in depth. But, but that you kept doing it. Maybe. Is, right. You know, it's not easy. I, I'm, even more impressed right that, right that you got through it mm-hmm, exactly but i mean and maybe if you asked um do you think if that support would have helped you know launch the career faster oh definitely 
I feel mm-hmm. like I would have been in a different space at this moment in time, sure. but everything happens through us, not to us. It's happening through us mm-hmm. because we, we have an, an experience to talk about. Well, absolutely. Right. I know my experience. Right. Exactly. I know my experience is going to help somebody. The, the, hopefully this IPF Academy will, will help millions of athletes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great testament, a great story in the sense of, you know, you're right. Right. Maybe, maybe if they had supported you, you would have gotten this sooner. Maybe it would have triggered something, but then again, Mm -hmm. maybe you might not have appreciated the struggles you went through or right. seeing the things that you see now that are lacking. Mm-hmm. Who's exactly. to say? But, you know, it happens through you. And it happened. I'm a believer also. And I think you are, too. The things happen when they're supposed to happen. Right. Exactly. You know? And look at you now. I mean, this is <laughs> awesome. Guys, I mean, I got to ask you, someone who is chasing their dream, who is working to serve others, right, mm-hmm. in the way you are and in the way you know how, and the way mm-hmm. you can best serve, right, by giving back. What would you tell someone who comes up to you on the court, off the court, on the street, wherever? It's like, mm-hmm. hey, Quillen, you know, I see you're doing what you want to do. You're happy. You live in life. You're, you're, you're traveling. Mm-hmm. You're doing all this. What, what can I do today to chase my dream? What should I do? What would you tell me? Be, be-, be better than yesterday. Mm. You're not in competition with anyone. You are only competing against yourself so when you compete against yourself that ensures that you dominate tomorrow be better than yesterday yeah i got nothing to say to that that was (laughs) deep be better than yesterday four words Mm y'all four words yes that's all it took Mm -hmm. of course thank (laughs) you so much for sharing your story sharing your honesty and just you know, being an example and helping others the way you are. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm a fan. I am. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And there you have it, guys. That was Aquilin. She is doing some great things for the next generation of people. So definitely check her out, guys. If you want to learn more about what she's doing or find any of the links we mentioned, you can do so on the show notes page at amyj21.com slash episode 196. That's episode 196. Hey guys, as we are in within the top five, I just want to put it out again. If you would like to donate and support the show, you can do so. All monetary donations are welcome and appreciated. There is no minimum. There is no maximum. Whatever you can give, please do not give more than you can. Um, We don't want you to suffer or anything like that. But if you would like to donate and you're able to, please do so over at amyj21.com slash donate. That link will be in the show notes page. So if you go there, you can get to it also and know that every dollar is appreciated to help keep this show going for another year. Where goal is $13,000 and we're getting there slowly but surely. So with your help, we can get even closer. So guys, until next time, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, 
keep chasing. 